Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. An eighth student has died here at NC State this school year. This morning, we're live from campus with how the university is responding and working to support students right now. And after a very rainy day yesterday, we're starting to dry things out. I'll show you how much warmer it will be with today's sunshine. And the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions once again. Reaction from the team's triumph and a look at the biggest moments of the night on and off the field. What a thriller of a game. More than 18.8 million Americans are predicted to call out sick today, the <laughs> day after Super Bowl. We are not among them. Thanks for starting your Monday with us. I'm Renee Chu. I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, not an option, right? Nope. Got to show up. Game was on Fox 50 last night. Mm -hmm. Had controversy. It had commercials that were great. Had Rihanna at halftime with a big reveal. Mm. All topics we'll get into. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center gets us kicked off with kicking out some of that rain from you. Yeah, sorry. What a perfect, that was perfect football weather yesterday. Nobody tempted to even be outside at all in that nasty weather. But uh, that's all changing. You can see the cloud cover here is zipping right on out. And we're seeing clear skies right now. That sun's going to come up here. Now that we're in the 6 o'clock hour, that sunrise not too far off. And we'll start to brighten things up nicely. It's 43 degrees across the triangle right now. You might run into some damp roads and places. It still looks a little wet here on Jones Street, right outside the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences. Our temperatures are chilly in Roxburgh at 36. It's 39 in Southern Pines. Everybody else in the low to mid 40s. 44 in Rocky Mountain and Goldsboro. It's 45 in Fayetteville and 43 in Durham. 24-hour temperature change. Well, it's a little warmer than it was yesterday. Anywhere from a degree or two to up to four or five degrees warmer. And then we'll see a quick warm up this afternoon. We jump into the mid 50s at lunchtime and into the low 60s this afternoon. It doesn't stop there. We continue to warm into the 70s for several days this week. But then we end the week with some rain. We'll walk through Friday's showers coming up, Brian. 601, as we take a live look at Cary, we've been watching this camera because there's a crash reported on the ramp from US-1 northbound onto I-40 eastbound. Looking at that live camera, the headlights on US-1 northbound, not really seeing any delays because of that, but it's certainly showing up on the sensor readings in that area. As we zoom in there, this still is an active scene according to Raleigh 911, and there's a little bit of a delay showing up on some sensor data on that ramp. So something to keep in mind coming in from Cary toward the south side of Raleigh. Right now, around the rest of the triangle, no other crashes showing up, and our major routes are all looking good, Renee. Brian, thanks. Help is available for students at NC State today following another apparent suicide on campus. This marks the eighth student death on campus since the start of the school year. WRL's Laura Levine is live now at NC State with the resources the university is offering to students this week. Laura. Renee, the eighth student death this school year. As you can imagine, 
can be a lot to process for students, faculty, and staff, tragedy after tragedy. And that's exactly why the university today and tomorrow will be having drop-in counseling services to provide additional support. Now, university officials say that the engineering student's death was an apparent suicide over the weekend. University police said authorities found a female undergraduate student dead Saturday inside Sullivan Hall. This comes just a few days after a graduate student died from what police believe were natural causes. The school is planning a health wellness day on Thursday, which means classes will be canceled. In a message sent to students, Chancellor Randy Woodson said, whatever you're going through, we know we can get through it together. We are a pack and our pack takes care of one another. So additional counseling services will also be available for Sullivan Hall residents. We have a full list of more information on how the university is providing those resources. You can find that on WRL.com. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh. If you or someone you know is in crisis, dial 988 for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And for a list of crisis counseling and county-by-county county resources in North Carolina, go to WRL.com and search Get Help. It's a huge celebration in Kansas City in the wee hours this morning after a thrilling back and forth game. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champs once again. Fans poured out into the streets last night to share in the moment together as fireworks blasted into the sky above the city. Now it all came down to this, a controversial penalty call late in the game. Eagles James Bradbury grabs a handful of shirt. He admitted to it after the game. With two minutes left, puts the Chiefs in position for Harrison Butker to make this game-winning kick. With seconds left, Chiefs get a 38-35 win. And quarterback Patrick Mahomes named the game's MVP. Said it felt good to win after a lot of folks didn't pick them to win, go to the Super Bowl this year. We were counted out, but I mean, there was a lot more critics than there was on uh, the, the previous years I had been here. And to go from a team that wasn't, I wouldn't even say majority pick to win the AFC West to, to win the Super Bowl, that speaks to the guys that we have in that locker room. Second Super Bowl win in four years for the Chiefs. Mahomes has been the MVP both times. Back here in the Triangle, there was no shortage of emotions from fans on both sides during the big game. Fly, fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, I love it. It's crazy. It's beautiful. It's what it should be for a Super Bowl. We caught up with fans at Sports and Social Carry where emotions ran high, particularly when the Eagles were up by 10 at halftime. But Chief fans, Chiefs fans were the ones that got to celebrate, never giving up on their star, Patrick Mahomes. No matter which side you're rooting for, it was certainly an exciting game to watch, crowded in with other football fans. In the next 15 minutes, the big news from the Super Bowl halftime show. And later this half hour, we look at some of the best ads in What's Trending. Crews are working for a third day now to put out a massive fire at a Wayne County salvage site. It sent flames towering into the air, a huge plume of smoke over that area for the whole weekend. WRO's Michael Grace is there now, and officials say the fire is contained. Still letting it burn out, though, this morning, right? Yeah, Jeff, that's the safest thing to do. You don't want the possibility of fighting it even more and have a ember just fly off into the distance and catch anything else on fire. So uh, this is standard practice for fires this size that we've seen in the past. I want to get you this video, though, from Saturday when this fire was at full scale. You can see just how big it was. It all started at around 1.30 in the morning on Saturday at the National Service Corporation on Old Mount Olive Highway. Full scale fire. Some of those dispatchers even saying that the flames were three stories tall. Took 20 fire crews to help fight it. 
Now, the fire was contained Sunday morning and is being monitored since then. They even had to shut down part of the railroad over here, shut down the highway over here. Uh, both of those are back open again. No injuries reported from this fire, no damage reported uh, in any of the surrounding areas, but we're still working with officials to find out what the actual cause was. So we'll have that answer hopefully sooner rather than later. Live in Wayne County, Michael Grace, WRAL News. The U.S. military shoots down another unidentified object at President Biden's order. The Pentagon says the craft was flying at 20,000 feet over Michigan's Upper Peninsula when U.S. fighter jets took it down Sunday afternoon over Lake Huron. Officials say the octagon-shaped object was not a military threat but a flight hazard. This was the third one shot over the U.S. in as many days and the fourth in just over a week. The Department of Defense says the objects shot down Friday and Saturday did not resemble the suspected Chinese spy balloon taken down last week. Debris recovery efforts are underway this morning. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, the U.S. is telling citizens in Russia to leave immediately. Uh, they are saying they're citing risk of wrongful detentions. In, in, in an updated travel advisory that was issued by the U.S. State Department, they say U.S. citizens residing or traveling in Russia should leave immediately. They go on to say Russian security services have arrested U.S. citizens on fake charges. They've denied them fair and transparent treatment and also have convicted many without presenting credible evidence. We're working to learn more information about a shooting in Wake County that killed one person and injured another. Investigators were at a home on Zebulon Road overnight near Jack Jones Road. They arrived on the scene around 3.30 yesterday afternoon. WRL was on that scene as well as investigators look for evidence. The person who was hurt was taken to the hospital. Deputies say there's no ongoing threat to the community. No other information was released. New developments to tell you about in the aftermath of the deadly earthquake in Syria and Turkey. Within the last 90 minutes, the number of dead from the earthquake climbed to more than 36,000. That is a jump of 14,000 from when we were with you Friday morning. Turkey's Minister of Justice is now sharing that they are investigating more than 130 people. Most of those are contractors who the government says may be to blame for the buildings that crumbled during the earthquake. Turkey's construction codes meet certain, meet current engineering standards, but officials say those rules are rarely enforced. There is some encouraging news to share out of Turkey and Syria. Some people are still being rescued from the rubble a full week after the earthquake hit. Crews pulled out a 44-year-old man yesterday who was trapped for 162 hours. Other survivors rescued over the weekend include a pregnant woman and two children. New technology being installed at Duke hospitals this week is designed to keep weapons out of the hospitals. New weapon detection systems are going in at each of the health system's three hospitals. Officials say the move is happening in response to an increase in violence at health care facilities nationwide. The new systems are designed to detect guns, knives and other weapons. We believe that it's important for us in the healing environment that we provide for the uh, our care team to feel safe. And the machines will allow people to pass through without having to empty their pockets or their bags. Tonight at 5, WRL investigates this growing type of weapons detection technology, how it works, how it's different than metal detectors, and who's installing it locally. A college basketball team season is over after allegations of hazing. What happened among the team that led to the university taking action? 
And the Super Bowl halftime show came with a big surprise. The news Rihanna had to share after her performance. We've got a good-looking week ahead. Our skies are clearing right now after such a wet day yesterday. We're nice and dry up until Friday. Of course, Fan Fest for the Stadium Series is Friday. We're going to walk through the timeline for Friday's rain. It doesn't look like a washout. That's coming up. It is 613. Our temperatures are still in the 40s. That's about where we were all day yesterday. Things haven't changed much overnight. The thing that has changed is our skies have cleared. You can't quite tell yet on these cameras, but that sun's starting to light things up and you can see clear skies across most of the area. 44 in Rocky Mount, 43 in Durham, 45 in Fayetteville. Because of yesterday's rain, it is a little damp in places, but it shouldn't be enough to cause you any real issues for your morning commute. Clearing skies, 42 degrees heading out the door, and then we warm up nicely. We'll be in the mid-50s at lunchtime. We'll see a high of 63. If you're going to be exercising this evening, it'll feel comfortable. Temperatures will be in the upper 50s to around 60 under clear skies. More warm temperatures in our forecast. I'll show you how many days this week we'll see highs in the 70s. Brian? Elizabeth, we have weather and traffic updates every 10 minutes this hour of WRL's Morning News. A live look right now at I-440 at 87. Everything's looking good out on 440, but we do have a report of a crash on the ramp from 87 southbound onto I-440 westbound. Zooming into that area, not really seeing big delays showing up on this particular set of sensor data, but I've seen some other data indicating some backups starting to form there between New Hope Road and 440. We'll have another update coming up in 10 minutes, Jeff. The man accused of murdering a 17-year-old in Halifax County is expected to appear in court today. 27-year-old Marquette Douglas turned himself in last week. Roanoke Rapids Police received a tip in reference to a missing person, 17-year-old Quamisha Branch. Branch's body was found with a gunshot wound to the head. Douglas has been charged with murder in the case. A concerning new report has found a lot of students are still not back in school long after the pandemic shutdowns ended. The report by the Associated Press and Stanford University finds an estimated 230,000 students in 21 states are unaccounted for. The research indicates the students did not move out of state and they did not sign up for private school or homeschooling. Education professionals are calling for an investigation into which children have left the system and why. New Mexico State University's men's basketball has canceled the rest of its season after a redacted police report showed detailed hazing allegations. This report stems from a victim who is a member of the team and wants to remain anonymous. According to the report, the victim went to campus police regarding an alleged assault by three members of the team. The victim did not want to pursue criminal charges. The head coach and his entire staff are on paid administrative leave. We have a reminder for some people filing their taxes. It's for employees who claimed an exemption from income tax withholding last year on the W-4 form that they submitted to their employer. They must file a new W-4 form by this Wednesday, February 15th, to have the exemption for another year. If the form is not updated Wednesday, their tax status will revert to single with zero exemptions, and that's the highest withholding status. Senators will hold a virtual hearing this week on keeping kids safe online. The Judiciary Committee will hold the hearing tomorrow called Protecting Our Children Online. They will examine the challenges from protecting children's safety and privacy online. Witnesses will testify on the risks, threats and harms children may face online. 
For many people, the halftime performance is the main reason to tune into the Super Bowl every year. Last night, we saw Rihanna return to the stage for the first time in years, and she had a big reveal during her performance. The Grammy winner's rep confirms that she is pregnant with her second child. She performed some of her most popular songs spanning more than a decade during the 13-minute set. Rihanna is now the first pregnant woman to star in the halftime show. It all makes sense because the choreography wasn't like so crazy, you know, she didn't have a costume change, right? And she kept, if you notice, she kept like touching <laughs> her bump too. So uh, it all makes sense, but big congratulations to Rihanna. Yeah. It was quite a performance. It was, it yeah. was. I loved all the stages in the air. That was cool, the it floating stages. It was really stages, cool. Yes. I mean, and scary too, Be, you know, being up that high off the ground singing. It was, it was really impressive, it was good stuff. Um, it was definitely great football, watching weather with all the rain that we saw yesterday and the chilly temperatures, that is out of here. Just beginning to see a little bit of a glow there in Goldsboro. If you look to the east, you can start to see that sunrise wherever you are. And skies are mostly clear now. We take a look at Durham, Apex, Chapel Hill, starting to dry out those streets nicely as well. When we all came into work, it was still pretty wet out there, but already we're seeing some drying. Here's a look at the low pressure system moving on out of here, taking that last bit of rain with it. So the rain is over now. Skies are clearing fast and our temperatures will warm up. We're going to see a shift to a southern wind warming our temperatures up. Let's talk about our next rounds of rain. Late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, we may see a very quick shower for only a few of us. This is going to be midnight Tuesday night into early Wednesday morning. Just a quick little sprinkle or so, and that's over by the time we get to the morning commute. So it'll be purely an overnight event, not enough to really measure up in the rain gauges, but worth a mention just in case you happen to see a sprinkle as you walked out to your car on Wednesday morning. Wednesday will be partly cloudy and warm. Our temperatures will continue to warm up ahead of this front. You can see that flow coming out of the south, and we warm up into the 70s both Wednesday and Thursday. But we'll watch the front. The front on Thursday at 5 p.m. is still to our west, so most of the day Thursday does stay dry, and then the rain moves in overnight. Uh, Friday morning at 6 a.m., it's going to be wet, so it'll be a wet commute for us. We'll see some snow back across the mountains as this ends. And it is likely to end, say, mid-afternoon, at least around the triangle area and then the rest of the viewing area is finished by five o'clock. So we are going to see that rain tapering off and the timing of this is going to be especially uh, interesting for us. I'll show you the forecast for Fan Fest. First, that 20% is the Wednesday morning, a little bit of a sprinkle. And then just in case we see any rain late Thursday, mainly it would be Thursday night. And then Friday looks wet for the first half of the day. The Hurricanes Fan Fest is downtown in Raleigh and festivities begin uh, at least midday around lunchtime. So it's likely to be wet at the beginning of it, but it does continue into the evening and we will dry out at that point. Temperatures will be cool in the 50s, but at least we'll start to dry out. Keep checking back because, you know, the timeline for that rain could shift. I'm hoping it'll come through earlier so it doesn't affect the, all, all the festivities downtown. And then for the stadium series on Saturday, it looks like we'll have clear skies. Puck drop is at 8 o'clock. It'll be chilly in the 40s, but I mean, you kind of want that, don't you? I mean, it's kind of appropriate. The one day that we're 
going to have hockey outside this week. 53 will be the coolest day of the week, Brian. 620 right now. Still following reports of this crash that apparently is blocking the ramp, at least partially blocking the ramp from 87 southbound onto uh, 440 westbound. Raleigh 911 is reporting that at least some lanes are blocked out there. Unfortunately, the cameras are not working at New Hope Road, so we can't get a good look at what is actually happening. But we are picking up a little bit of a delay there on that ramp from 87 southbound to 440 westbound. Keep that in mind coming in from Nightdale this morning. Around the rest of the triangle, we're seeing a little bit of brake tapping on 40 westbound, approaching the 70 business interchange, but elsewhere, major routes are looking okay around Wake County and also in Durham right now, all clear on 85 and I-40. Thanks, Brian. Wake County Sheriff's Office is bringing back a program that helps keep older people safe at home. How authorities will work to help families have more peace of mind. And Eagles fans weren't in the celebratory spirit after the Super Bowl last night. Scenes from the streets of Philadelphia after their team came up short. And this morning on Today, the efforts to recover and study the series of objects shot down by military planes as lawmakers on both sides criticized the Biden administration for a lack of transparency. Today starts right after this newscast, 7 o'clock on WRAL. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. From beer commercials to crazy mascots, last night's Super Bowl commercials did not disappoint. Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending on our Monday morning, Brian. You know, the ad's always a huge part of the Super Bowl experience, and of course, no exception this year, Ben <laughs> Affleck made an appearance in an ad for Duncan. John Travolta, Zach Braff, and Donald Faison, also a big hit uh, with their tribute to Greece for T-Mobile. And dog lovers enjoyed the pooches in commercials for Bud Light and Farmers Insurance. I'd say a couple of things jumped out at me right off the bat. There was not a beer commercial, three full commercials in. It was the fourth one, and it was Mick Ultra, the first two beer commercials. So it's always Budweiser, Bud Light, or something like that. Right. And then the big names that came out, they used the superstars, athletes. Uh, Serena Williams was in it. Uh, just all the ads featuring those big names. So those are the, the takeaways for me. They went to the well with the big J-Lo and Ben Affleck. The first commercial kicked it off. It was funny. Yeah, a lot of familiar faces in these things where you're like, whatever happened to so-and-so? Well, they're in a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah, they showed up last night. That's right. In case you missed it, WRL debuted a commercial of our own last night full of special guests, including Mr. and Mrs. Wolf, Sir Purr, Ramses, Stormy, Wooly Bull, alongside some of your favorite WRL personalities. <laughs> and the premise was that they were uh, trying out for, shall we say, uh, positions at WRL. And then at the very end, though, you saw Coach Roy Williams, which was uh, an awesome surprise. So hopefully you all enjoyed that. We posted it on WRL's Facebook page if you want to catch it again. Yeah. Brian, thank you. There's even more Super Bowl fun on our website. Watch the extended cut of our new commercial on WRL.com. And you can tune in tonight at 6 for an exclusive interview with our commercial's celebrity guest, legendary UNC coach Roy Williams. What he's sharing exclusively with Gerald Owens about retirement, his historic career, and why he decided to put on the mask for our fun commercial. You won't want to miss the interview. And it was a fun one, wasn't it? A nice day today. We take a live look at Sanford, and you can see just a little bit of sunshine peeking out there. We'll have clear skies and warming temperatures. I'll show you when we'll reach the 70s. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.